we're seeing um, everything sort of stagnating. We saw a little bit of increased uptick in hospitalizations for flu. Um, COVID is kind of holding its own. We're getting about 110 cases a day reported. There's probably a whole lot more because, you know, the symptoms can be very mild and some people don't test. Um, and then as far as RSD, it goes, it's sort of following the country's lead. It's sort of dropping a little. We're not seeing as much hospitalization. However, flu picked up where RSD left off. So we are experiencing probably out of all three, flu is having the greatest increase. And, you know, to me, that's interesting because uh, when this pandemic first started, so many people were poo-pooing it. Uh, well, there's still some people that are. In fact, one of my friends said that uh, somebody told her recently, why well, just don't believe in COVID? <laughs> it's kind of like, well, it's not, COVID's not like Santa Claus. You can't either believe or disbelieve. But in any case, with the flu, people were saying, ah, oh, well, you know, it's just like the flu. But they're discounting that the flu can be a deadly disease. Oh, yeah. I mean, every year in this country, on a year where we had we usually have about 36,000 deaths from flu, um, you know, that's considered a pretty rough year. This year, we don't have a lot of deaths so far, thankfully, but we are seeing a tremendous amount of illness. We have had one pediatric um, death in the state, um, but so far, I mean, we're kind of seeing it hold its own. You know, the death data lags a couple weeks behind, so we may see a few more cases. We have certainly had some pneumonia death, um, and whether it's caused started by the flu or ended, but so far we're not seeing tons of death, but we are seeing a lot of illness. We had a report from CBS today about how nationwide there's a shortage of, you know, flu medications, particularly for young children. And in fact, some of the uh, pharmacies like CVS and Walmart are starting to limit the number of bottles of this flu medication that uh, the parents can can get uh, because of a shortage in that. And I wonder if you could uh, address that. Yeah. Um, from what we've been told, there are in certain areas shortages of some of the fever-reducing medications, um, and of course, to get like a tam to get a Tamiflu prescription, you would have to go through your medical provider. Um, but to be honest, it, you know, there's no need to hoard it, and that's what they're afraid of. <clears throat> Excuse me. The minute we see there's a shortage of anything, we tend to hoard it. And I think if everybody just calms down and takes a bottle, and keeps it on hand, um, they'll be fine. There's no need to hoard ten of them. Um, but we are seeing across the country some areas that are having manufacturing issues, therefore having shortages. And what we're talking about here is is not like Tamiflu, like you said, which is a, a prescription. This is the over-the-counter stuff that's designed to help reduce fever, and it's it's really not designed to prevent it but to help you with the symptoms, right? Correct. And that's why, you know, it's sort of that um, staying at home, taking care of yourself, and so there's no need to, I mean, if you're really sick, obviously you're going to contact your physician, I would hope, or if your child is really sick. Um, but for the most part, it's that self-medication at home to help you feel better. Um, and again, talking to your pediatrician is usually the best route to go. And, and to be honest with you, Jean, I just hope people don't go and buy everything on the shelves. We've seen that before. 
um, whenever there's a hint of a shortage. I mean, how many months could we not find toilet paper and paper towels? Right, right. Yeah, you know, so we really want to be careful here and not have people go overboard because it will have an expiration date on it, you know. And so why buy 10 bottles if you're not going to use 10 bottles in the next day? Right, absolutely. You know, as we move towards the the weekend and the holiday, uh, how about giving us some of your best advice for uh, staying safe and uh, illness-free as the holidays approach and people get together for parties or go out to dinner or whatever? Right. Yeah, you know, we've had three sort of rough years, you know, where we've just kind of been hanging on through all of this stuff. But I do think this is the time we're in now that you have to protect yourself and think about protecting yourself. So if you are, you know, not feeling well, sniffly, take a COVID test, um, stay home, stay away from people, wear a mask. You know, masks do work. They help you not spread the disease and keep you safe from other people as well. So we encourage you to be very careful. If you are sick, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, I just have allergies. Um, I don't feel, I feel fine, I just, but then you could also have COVID and not be sick with it. So we tell you, especially if you're going to be around the very vulnerable, the really, really little ones, young, and the really, really old, um, because, or those that have solid organ transplants or, or any sort of autoimmune disease, because that group is very vulnerable. And we're seeing the flu, RSV, and COVID hitting adults, you know, pretty it's a rough year this year, and so we really need everyone to be careful. Just think, I want to be safe. Doesn't mean I can't get together. Doesn't mean I'm telling you to stay home, lock in your house. You just have to be smart about it. 